Welcome to Part 1 of The New Yorker's Double Issue for February 11th and 18th, 2013. There are four articles this week. Ian Fraser explores Staten Island after Hurricane Sandy. Next, Kalefa Senna reports on how a great scotch is being reinvented. And Adam Gopnik examines Galileo and impolitic science. But first, it's this week's comment. In Long Engagements, George Packer writes about Hillary Clinton's exit. After four exhausting years, Hillary Clinton leaves the State Department with an impressive record of air miles logged, town hall meetings held, important but neglected issues highlighted, international crises diffused, gaffes avoided, citizens of the United States and the world wowed, and White House policies capably carried out. When Clinton and President Obama recently sat down for an interview on 60 Minutes, they all but held hands, swearing deathless affection and respect, and they seemed to mean it. But Clinton was denied the chance to be a truly great Secretary of State, another George C. Marshall or Dean Acheson, by both history and the president she served. Last year, Dennis McDonough, a top White House advisor, described Clinton's role as the principal implementer of Obama's foreign policy. On a few occasions, her advice helped to tip the scales. The 2009 surge in Afghanistan, which she strongly supported, was one. But she and her department were never trusted with the policy blueprints. From Iran and Israel to nonproliferation and human rights, the president has kept policymaking inside the White House, tightly held by a small circle of political advisors. This shouldn't matter, except maybe to Washington insiders, as long as the policies were the right ones. By the standard of the Hippocratic Oath, they have been. Judging from last fall's campaign, the biggest preventable foreign policy disaster of Barack Obama's first term was the killing in Benghazi of the U.S. ambassador to Libya and three other Americans. Benghazi was a tragedy for which the State Department bore much responsibility, but after the Bush years, the rest of the administration's record is no minor achievement— Obama and Clinton inherited two unwinnable wars, a toxic international atmosphere in which America was reviled where it wasn't ignored, and a badly diminished stock of national power. The criticism that there is no encompassing Obama doctrine misses the point. Geopolitics today is too complex, messy, and various to be bent to America's will by an overarching doctrine like containment, or a massive initiative like the Marshall Plan, or a single breakthrough like Nixon's trip to China. A doctrine was what...